Alright, welcome back to another instant reaction review from Couple With Team. I'm here with Wooch. We've got Producer Doodle on the desk. Your boy Griff's bringing you a fucking straight up, straight after the main event, UFC 256. Jesus Christ, you Woo! can tell it was a good card. Listen to Woo! him talk. This card was, this card was it, insane, dude! In insanity. It was so crazy. Slump Sundays. I got my moccasins on. We ready to roll, baby. Yeah, dude. Wooch, main event. All right, Lay so us up. The main event was the craziest flyweight fight we've ever seen. Yes, and I sir. don't even think we need to wait for any officials or UFC <laughs> yeah. representatives to tell us that it wasn't. Or was. Because it definitely was. That was a fucking crazy fight. Who was in it? Dude, all right. So we've got Davison Figueredo, the current champ. And then we've got Brandon Moreno. And they both fought. The assassin baby. They bring both, it. They both fought five minutes ago on the same card. <laughs> they've come back. They've fought each other, which should have happened the first time. And it resulted in one of the best fights back I've to ever back seen. pay-per-views both of these boys are on it um what can you say they went to war that's the only like you got the god of war against the assassin baby jesus christ did these two just go head to head bulls lock and horns who gives a fuck what is what is this stick about this division being what flyweights they're boring there's nothing there there's no names go fuck yourself with that dude davison figueredo monstrous he's de he's decimated everybody he stepped in there with other than formiga where he kind of had a flat day even in this fight he didn't look flat he he came out he was swinging bombs hands down as he is moving doing all that weird movement shit coming forward throwing body kicks assassin baby's going nowhere right absolutely no marino's chin is i mean what is it in mexico that it gives those boys the, the they're juice? putting something in the burritos yeah there's something in the water right there's something over there in the enchiladas that they're munging down because he looks nothing like he's got no muscle tone yeah. whatsoever. He just looks like a None normal kid. Find um, a chiseled Mexican. I dare you. I mean, yeah. I mean, Tony was all right back in the day, but yeah. like now he's looking old. We'll come back to that. But I will just say this though. Figueredo, uh, we were worried going into the championship rounds that maybe his maybe, uh, the, maybe he'd exhausted himself. Yeah, the back-to-back -back weight cuts and the stuff. the way that he fights, like towards the end where he likes to... He likes to intimidate you, but he likes to wait for your counter. Yeah. So he'll press you, yeah, wait for you to, but to he, throw. He's a counter striker, but and he's not a combination striker, really. No. He's, he's a one. He's never He's, he's trying to. to snipe you with full power. He's always like lunging in, you know, car crash almost. He's got like a car crash style where like he, he pressures, as Wyatt said, um, he pressures you, but he's looking to counter. And Baby Assassin was just there for all of it, man. He wasn't... He wasn't running away. I mean, he was backing up, but like he was throwing back, kicking with him, striking with him, chin for chin, uh, round for round. I mean, it was so close every round. I didn't see any round where it was like super one-sided. Honestly, um, until the fifth when uh, Figueredo reversed that yeah, clinch no, position, I thought it w I thought Moreno might have taken it. And I think I seriously think that that reversal in the clinch and like ending the fight on top, Figueredo got the draw. Ran away, yeah. But... We'll have to break it down round for round. I mean, Figueredo, I'd probably give the first two. Yes. Three and oh, four. Second is arguable. It's arguable for all the rounds, but I would probably say Figgy had a lot of damage accumulated in the first two rounds. Not that it was, as you said, not one-sided in the slightest. I mean, you have the first two to Figueredo, three Are and four to Moreno. including the second with the nut shot? I think that was in the third. I think they went was two, it? one and two, okay. Figgy. Three, three was the nut shot, so I believe that Brandon Moreno won that it. round yeah, anyway. Yeah. So that would make a 10-8 round. Moreno wins the fourth. Yeah. And then I think Figueredo brings it back to win the fifth, which but would be which would, would make it the draw. Do you think it's a shame that they are uh, they were so patient in the fifth? Like it could have 
like it could have been I one mean, of the best fights is it of the year. Patient, or is three. it just the fact that the the pace that they were setting for those four rounds was yeah, just impossible? I, oh, I just wanted to see him just go a little bit harder in the fifth and close the fight with the same think, intensity, and it would have been one of the greatest fights of all time. Yeah, it, it, or it's probably it the probably, greatest flyweight fight it's, at the moment. The I'm Jones, and my my skin is still vibrating from this fight. Yeah, dude, it I'm was still sweating and chaotic. From start to, f- I mean, not even from start to finish. I mean, the fifth round was slower, but the boys were still hunting for it. Dude, you should see fucking producer Doodle's underarms right now. They're still moist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stank <laughs> baby. Dude. Um, look, as you said, if there's no nut shot, maybe it goes to Figueredo by split. But I mean, who doesn't want to see that fight every weekend for the rest of their lives? Yeah, 100%. I mean, I can't, I mean, draw, there's no one else at flyweight unless they want it. Like, unless Cody wants to like jump in and you know, flex on his like name value and do somehow get in that. there. I don't want to see don't that, do man. That. I don't want to see, no, I don't want to hear none of that. I want to see Figueredo on the undercard of fucking McGregor and Poirier or something like that as like the co-main yeah. five round fight yes. or something where there's a lot of eyes on it. But it's only, uh, I don't know, it's maybe a month or so away now, maybe a month and a half away. So maybe it's not enough, enough time for both boys to prep so. again. They both like took a yeah, large they, amount of hits. We haven't seen like, the significance of the damage yeah. yet. Yeah. Moreno looked like he had a potentially like a broken yeah. orbital. Yeah. Um, he looked like that in the second too. I remember saying that at the end. Yeah. Of- boys got banged up, but yeah. they both showed insane chins. They both showed insane durability to the body from the body kicks, the body. Uh, I mean, the combination punching, which is what was, um, you know, a lot of people would have pointed out that Moreno was going to combination punch. He was going to probably wait for Figueredo to lunge in with one of his massive strikes that he likes to, you know, fly in with. And then once he's pinned you against the cage, once he's entered, then he plants his feet and starts, you know, swinging away and trying to catch you. But yeah. he the, he opens the fucking fight with a spinning, like what, hook kick spinning or something? Spinning back kick to the something body. Something ridiculous. It's like a wheel kick to the yeah. body, actually. Um, The man's brimming with confidence um from the get-go but you could see that the confidence started to windle a bit once he yeah. realized brandon marino wasn't going anywhere in this fight man he he brought it to him he brought it to the champion it was a fucking spectacular fight one of the best of the year i don't know if it tops whaley zhang versus Joanna, but it's close yeah. it's probably the second best i'll tell you what comes out of this we got a marino's chin is going on yeah potentially yeah, the mount rushmore of ro- chins yeah. dude true um i mean figueredo as well man he took some big like shots from Moreno as well and just yeah. didn't even like I think Moreno like, didn't even look wobble. a lot of his points come from his takedowns because I don't think Figueredo he did landed he took, nearly as many he took Figgy down at will but it almost looked like um, Figgy wasn't really attacking no, he got the, up quick he wasn't he really quick. he doesn't show that kind of takedown defense he, it's almost like he invites the ground game because he knows he can just scramble back to his feet yeah. uh, so Moreno uh, Moreno did take him down and he did sort of hold top control for maybe more than what, maybe 30, 45 seconds? And then Figueredo just found a way to just jump straight back to his the, feet. A lot of the time it was just like, I'll just put my hand on your head and I'm going like, to get up now. Yeah, so I think the reason why Herzog took a point for the groin shot was not because it was multiple groin shots. I think it's because he got the eye poke first yeah. and then the groin shot. And I think he's like, nah, it's too many fouls. I actually kind of like that call that he did. It's hard um, in that sense where you take a point for a foul. But um, I mean, if you're I'm not, not gonna, mad about If you're not going to take a point off, for a shot like that, what are you yeah. going to take? It sounded like a dude. shotgun went off in the arena yeah. when he kicked him in the nuts. Third round, um, you could see it was not intentional, but it was a pretty, it was a blatant shot to the groin. Like you could, you could see Moreno's on the ground, curled up in a ball, coughing his guts up because it was like his nuts were sitting up in the, you know, in the bottom of his jugular right there, dude. Yeah, you've got the guttural coughs. Not fun. Uh, for someone to get kicked in the nuts that bad, like that, like where the the echo of the cup 
coming through the like you know throughout the whole arena you know that he he got kicked in the nuts by a world champion even with the crowd there i think you would have heard that yeah it was rough so um i always like it when guys take as long as they want for a groin shot he could have taken longer he He could have taken longer but props to him man he's tough yeah he is so tough i can't wait to see that fight again that's all i'm gonna say like whether or not you argue the draw i do think the point deduction had a lot to do with it um i probably personally would have scored it for figgy three rounds to two Mm. i thought he got rounds one two and five but i mean every single round was close i'm almost never satisfied with the draw but in this case i'm satisfied yeah i'm surprised they don't do a lot more draws but it is that kind of you know 10 point must system especially when there's a point deduction it does it does make it hard dana white's got a He's yeah. got to, he doesn't want anything to there's do with no, boxing and yeah. he's going to there's no he's gonna make there's it, no Cody no Garbrandt draws. fight let's be honest about that there's no Cody Garbrandt fight. no one wants to see that fight We that needs to be rematched as quick as they can get that back together as long as both boys are still in solid shape there's no broken orbital bones there's no like suspensions from the um, commission for yeah. injury throw them back in there inject that shit right into my veins I cannot wait flyweight has never been better at, I reckon oh yeah alright co-main Sad, sadness. If we're going to address the elephant in the arsehole, I don't think Tony Ferguson looked anything like... The Tony Ferguson we know is done. The Tony Ferguson that should have fought Khabib in 2016 is no more. And I'm just going to say this right now. He should retire. He's not... Uh, I don't want to see him fight again. The the run at lightweight is... He's not going to get another title shot. The run is rough. He is old. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see... I mean, dude, the Charles Oliveira fight was a decision and it was a 30-26 unanimous decision coming off a fucking beat down from Justin Gage. I don't need to see that uh, another Tony Ferguson fight like that. It's yeah. It's one of those things where if we look back at in the history, Tony might be one of the best lightweights, maybe the second best lightweight of all time in, in terms of like the run he was able to put together in the company at 155, 12 fights in a row. But those last three fights, I think the, I mean, Kevin Lee fight, he looked good, but like he gave up a lot of positions on the ground. Yeah. The, um, the Pettis I mean, he fight. he submitted him from the bottom. He won, but like, yeah, it's not... Like, I truly believe the best version of Tony was in the Rafael de Sanjos fight. Yes. And even then he got pieced up in the Barboza fight, but you can see, like, if you if you put this fight or even the Gagey fight and you watch Tony for five seconds and then you go and watch him against Edson Barboza, hit the speed difference that you know that has dropped off in those few years the wars the tolls that those wars that he's continuously had to accumulate year after year fighting killer after killer also it's back then rda him, and barbosa were doing very well yeah both and then now well. they're not doing so well so it's hard to forget like they were like there was one point where barbosa was like third on the lightweight division yeah. or something like that and he beat him so yeah, yeah. It, look, it's 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 rough for Tony, man. It, it's heartbreaking. It's one of my favorite fighters, but Father Time will catch up to everybody. And you no matter say- how hard you train, no matter how unorthodox you are, no matter um, how many hours, six hour days training he does, and whatever, At you, you can't bring back that kind of that. Um, no. Yeah, like the gifts that he was given in his earlier years. It's he, called the prime. The speed is gone. It. The po- like his confidence looks like it's dwindled. Charles Oliveira, like, I mean, we're talking a lot about Tony. Charles looked excellent. You can't, he Dude. fucking molly Tony on the ground. He did not look in trouble in any position on the ground. And I did not expect that at all. I thought Tony would rival his ground game. Um, I was wrong. Tony, like, Charles 100%. took him down at will. 
He yeah. dumped him uh, several times. He controlled every position. And wh- he when he fucking- dumped him, he was on top of him. He did not. He was not removed from top position. Tony could not get yeah, him. Yeah, couldn't. He couldn't move top him. Position. Um, and he couldn't do anything from the and, bottom yeah, position. Charles was banging him up on the feet too. Like looked like Tony yeah. just couldn't make any kind of read on his range. Charles was way faster, way more precise. Um, it was hot. Yeah, as I said, I, all I can say it's, it's heartbreak because I'm such a homer for Tony, but I love Chucky Olives too. Yeah. This, to, cu- to cap off now an eight-fight win streak, you cannot say that this guy's not basically the number one guy in the division moving forward. Like, he should whoever, move up to fourth. On the, on I think the he should be higher, man. I think he should third be higher. Or above, I mean, we're talking like Connor now. If you want to be yeah, third, yeah, like, I do believe that he is in the position to fight the winner of like McGregor and Poirier. I don't think that it's fair for him to fight anyone else lower or anyone else. You know, like you just beat Tony. Like either you got Gagey, Chandler. I just don't think those guys are in that ballpark. I'd you like cannot- to watch him watch. I'd like to watch him fight Poirier. Yeah, no, but like, think about it. Like, both Chandler and Gagey are the only two guys who would probably be ranked above him. I mean, if you're going to rank Chandler, they're both coming off of losses. Like, Chandler lost to Patricio in his last fight. Gagey lost to Gagey lost yeah. to Khabib in his last fight. Fucking Charles Oliveira is riding the longest win streak in this division at the moment, outside of Khabib, who's retired. He should be fighting the winner of Poirier and McGregor. I really believe that. He should be the number one guy yeah, in that seat. It's so tied up right now. I mean, it would have been cool to watch him fight Hooker, but... Look, so the only people who would be ranked above him now, technically, he's, he, if he beats Tony, he's ranked above McGregor. Yeah. So it just really depends if McGregor beats Poirier, which I believe he will. Yeah. Um, he might get the Poirier fight after all. He might. No, I think he he fights McGregor. If McGregor wins, I think he will fight Conor McGregor afterwards. Like, there's you no one so? else. I mean, who else is there? I don't know. I don't think. How often does Conor fight? I think Conor can wait around. <sighs> yeah. Wait around for what? Wait around for money or gold? Yeah, so who's on the other side of the bracket if he's waiting for gold? We don't know yet. Charles Oliveira's won eight fights in a row. It ha- like, how do you deny that guy? I'm just saying, the way the UFC usually operates is Connor is going to get the title shot when Against- Khabib is not there. Yeah, so whoever it is. No, so that's what I'm saying. Whoever it is is probably Charles because no one else is on the kind of win streak that Charles Oliveira is on. He just beat Tony Ferguson, one of the longest, you know... Um, top five ranked fighters in that division's history. He's been he's been a staple of this division forever. Yeah, um, and sure. as you you said it perfectly as we we're watching it, it was probably a passing of a, the torch moment. It really yeah. looked like young Tony was fighting old Tony, and young Tony just kind of beat old Tony up and just said, "Hey, man, like I, I'm that boy now. Like <laughs> I've got the fucking fresh, bleached, Super Saiyan hair going." Looks fantastic. Uh, I, I mean, it looks, peak condition. It looks terrific. He looks more confident, yeah, more confident than ever, more skilled than ever. He's a dangerous matchup for everybody in this division. The only fighter I see who probably on paper would give Charles Oliveira the hardest fight is Gagey. I think Gagey's style is probably poison for Charles Oliveira. Mm. Otherwise, I think he's competitive. Force him to fight stand up. Yeah, yeah. I, and the leg kicks and yeah. just like the breaking of will. No like shit. no one's going to break your will. And I said that about Tony. Gagey is a different level at this point. Like he will break almost everybody. So um, if he, as long as he avoids the Gagey fight, he should be in the runnings for a title shot. I think yeah. you can't deny the man eight fights in a row. You can't say that he's not in line for a title shot. It's it's, in say, it's preposterous. In saying all this, like I'm, yeah, I'm really happy that and Oliveira won this fight. I, I'm really happy to see him. We didn't even go point from out- like a you know not. I'm not going to say a journeyman, but a mid tier opponent to yeah. somebody who's matured elite, into a crafty elite, elite, elite. elite. and he's savvy young. veteran who and knows how to win. Young. 
Yeah, he's not old. He's not. He, what is he? Thirty-two. I think 31. he's twenty-nine, isn't he? Is he that young? Doodle. Um, Hook us up. I thought he was in his late twenties. He no, could be thirty-one, but like he's been fighting since he was nineteen, in like professionally at the high, like at a high level. I think he debuted in the UFC when he was like twenty, maybe nineteen twenty. So he's been doing this for like nearly ten years, um, and he, yeah, he's finally hit his stride where like his level of athleticism and his skills on the ground were always excellent. 31. 31. So, I mean, that's still really young. Yeah. Um, he almost ripped Tony's arm out of the socket. I think yeah, it was the dude. end of the f- yes. first or second? First. End of the first. At the end of the first round, he had Tony in an arm bar. It was For one of the quickest seconds. transitions I've ever seen too. Yeah. He he was so close. The timer clicked out maybe two or three seconds before Tony's arm was getting ripped out of the socket. I mean, if he And didn't- this is Tony fucking Ferguson, man. He tooled Tony on the ground. Yeah. There's no one who's coming to Charles Oliveira in this division. Unless you're Khabib Nurmagomedov, I don't think anyone's going close to Charles on the ground. It's just, can you beat him up in the stand-up? And right now, his stand-up looks more crisp than ever. Yeah. It's really the only hole in his game is the defense. And if, yeah, you know, he's long, he's he's quick. Oh, that's a rough photo to look at. We're going to have that down below yeah. to look at. Yeah, it's rough, man. Like, he, he went real hard. He had the arm tucked as well, and he was winching with his whole body to try and yeah. get it. When he Tony pot- oh, is dude. so tough, man. That guy, yeah, he wasn't tapping. He would rather have his arm snapped completely off rather than tap. He'd be, um, he, yeah. He'd, I, he'd I, go I'm, to Frank Tr- I love Frank Tony, Tr- man. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't want to see him fight again. I don't want to see any of that. I want to see anyone build their, anyone else build their name off of Tony Ferguson. He, um, I did not want to see another Frank Mir moment there. With yeah. the arm just popping. Yeah, true. Who was that against? Was that uh, uh that was Tim Sylvia. Yeah. Um, all right. Who we got before that? We got Mackenzie Dern looking yeah. fucking fine as fuck. Got a decision Always. win over uh Janda Roba. Yeah. Um not gonna make the Do you obvious. Know her second loss of her career as well, by the way. Janda Roba, yeah, sixteen and one. So yeah. sixteen and two. She was no sludge. And we thought that this fight was gonna really primarily take place on the ground. They got two super elite um ground fighters and yeah. all they did was just bang it out that's what kind of happens is a weird stylistic diff uh differential where if you have two high level grapplers somehow it always ends up being like a kind of sloppy kickboxing fight and then if you have two excellent strikers somehow they they both get tired real quick and end up just grappling and trying to wrestle fucking one another so we were so that worried for dern getting into this fight you remember jen wrote who did she fight in her last fight i'm she just pieced her up i'm trying to remember she know. fought somebody in no, I'm gonna say, Dern, I, I think uh, Mackenzie Dern has Jen. worked it out, right? Because she was struggling with weight. She was struggling. Um, I don't know. She lost the fight somewhere along she had the a line. Child, and then still, yeah. And she, and has she yeah, she great since had a child, and ever since then, she's had her shit tightened up real yeah. hard. She looks shredded. That ass is, you know, tight. <laughs> the cheeks are tight. Go ask Joey. She's beautiful. Diaz. Um, she, the, you know, the UFC have a, a dime piece on their hands to promote with her. She must be working her way up the ranks very quickly. I think. Nine and one now, I think. Um, can't wait to see who they pair up with. I think it was an excellent performance. You know, great stri- fight. It was striking. It was great it was fight. a lot of strike. It was a, it was a kind of like a sloppy kickboxing match, but like, um, you know, for these two women, it was it was it was hard, man. These two are very aggressive. That was what I probably took away from it. The aggression between these two really head hunting each other, throwing like big one twos at one another, and just mm. seeing who's gonna fall. 
That um, push kick by Dern was money as well. Yeah. Starting For off. someone who's a pretty face, you always want to kind of see that kind of like dog in them, you know? Like yeah. she has the dog in her. She she has that warrior spirit where she saw, she, she's not the best athlete, but she's got a, excellent skills on the ground and on the on the feet, she doesn't care. She's not the most technical. She just swings bombs at you and, and you know. She showed a move I don't think I've seen it with any other fighter, male or female. That was when she was on the bottom and they, it looked like the fight was about to get stood up, but Jan Robles was kind of over her, kind of like you know, posing an intimidating presence. And she put both hands behind her ass and like was flying up kicks, like using the force from her arm to lift her body up and throw the up kick at the same time. uh, What's the name? Eddie Gordo out of Tekken. Dude, it was ridiculous. Like these were no joke, these up kicks. That wasn't a regular up kick. Like she was using her hands to- That's right too. There was a weird up kick in the Tony fight too, where they said that like Charles Oliveira's knee was potentially down. So that it was an illegal kick and they stopped the action. I don't know about that. They need no, to re- name, they was, really need to work that kind of shit out where like the instant replay needs to be on point and they can work it out. Um, I think that was a good find though because Oliveira's knee was on the ground. I thought it... And it was against the cage. It was only cage, one but, knee, right? Yeah. Is the rule that, that it has to be enough? as long as one knee, that means you're grounded. Um, yeah. How is Tony supposed to know that, right? It's not like it was a purposefully like dirty move. Like he, he didn't know. No, no one's saying it was dirty though. No one questions Tony's integrity. Yeah, yeah. Um... Anyway, back... Uh, so now, this is some yes. big Let's news, baby big boy. One. Kevin motherfucking Holland. All right, Trail Blazer. Yeah. Whew. Who knocks out Jacare, Jacare Soza. Soza whilst he's on bottom? Yeah. Like, he's on his back. Jacare... His- dude, Jacare had his a tough time getting him down, man. He's got springs for hips. So, yeah. Jacare comes after Kevin Holland. Kevin Holland's trying to, you know, pounce and move and bang in and out. And Jacare gets a hold of him. Drags him to the ground, bounces to his feet, drags him back down. He's on his back in fo- in guard. Jack Ray's kind of looking at him, like smiling because he's talking a lot of shit. Yeah. And Kevin Holland somehow like whips, pushes, the- pushes back, creates space, and then whips his fucking. How long's his arms? He must have a crazy. You want to talk about precision though? This was right, this was right on the button, dude. He bangs Jackaray off of his back with this huge punch, and then Jackaray basically gets knocked out as he's like on his knees and just yeah. falls back onto the cage. And Kevin Holland just stands up and just continues to wallop on him until uh, I've never seen him knocked steps out like in. that. Woo! And it's Jackaray so yes, the like holy like I mean it just looked like. I mean, what can, what did it look like? I've never seen anything like that before. You never see someone who's like on their back like that, just kind of like slap someone and just stand up and just knock them out. It's so strange. Like Jack Array was in the uh, dominant position. Like he had him controlled and mm. then suddenly he was out cold. I've never seen anything like it. The, the punch that he whipped around was on the money and it was fast. From the position he threw it in, like, Kevin it Holland was so fast. Yeah. He threw it from the bottom and he, he didn't have his hand. Like, I, I don't really rem- Yeah, like, what the hell, dude? He Like, he wasn't exactly, yeah, like, holding himself up or so anything. So, Jack Ray has a control, Jack Ray has control of, like, one foot. He's holding his foot. And, and Kevin Holland's made enough space for him to, like, sit up off the bottom and whip this punch around and knock him out. Ridiculous. Off his back. How do you even get the leverage for that? How do you get enough leverage laying on your back to throw a punch? Um, not channeling any weight from like your torso, from your legs, from your hips, anything like that. Yeah. Just like a, a legit slap. And here we arm. are thinking that Jacare is going to pose a uh, yeah. I thought Jacare is going to unstoppable tool him on the ground. ground game, and yep. then it just yeah, Trailblazer just surprises us. Now, Kevin Holland, five and zero this year. 
that What's is something do? special for this era, like the COVID era. For him to just have like a f- five and O this year, he's he's just probably beat you know a long, a big name, a long stay name at middleweight, and he knocked him out. I can't even remember the last time Jacare was Dude, knocked they need out. To make a belt. They need to make a belt before? for company man. First he round, com- he, he wins the company man yeah. award for this yeah. year. He's in the running for fighter of the year. Um, and then who does he call out, dude? Oh, in the post fight speech, yes. he calls for the Chimaev fight. Hamza Chimaev, who who's known for having that two week turnaround, being that guy who wants to fight immediately. When does he want to fight Chimaev? Next week, <laughs> he wants to fight the hottest. Like, pros- well, I mean, like Kevin Holland might be the hottest prospect now out of the year, but the two guys are probably the two hottest prospects, the biggest, like, uh, you know, breakout superstars of the year. And he's calling Chimaev out on a week. Like, hey, man, yeah. you know, I know you had that fight lined up with Leon that you were supposed yeah. to be in the main event. The shot knockout was cool too, but... Yeah, yeah. That, that was better. Yeah. This- you can't say me that wasn't better. You just beat Jack Array. Well, the shot knockout was cool because it was quick and it was literally the first strike thrown, yeah. but... But we knew that, Jack, no, but we knew better. the shark didn't really have a, a you know no. a lot of chin. Whereas like Jack Ray, I don't think ever, I can't actually remember if he's been knocked out. I'm not sure. Um, if he has, it must have been a long time ago. I'm pretty sure he's never been knocked out, and he got knocked out by a punch that was not standing. There was no like it didn't look like there was a lot of force behind it. It just kind of looked like a Again, a, a sit up slap. Use your core yeah, to hold to yourself up. Sit up and, and slap then someone. Whip something around yeah, and, and then knock somebody just, out. Yeah. See what happens. Unreal, man. 20, Go do yeah. that to Jacare. See what happens. So he's twenty one and five. He was sixteen and five at the start of the year. Now twenty one and five. That's preposterous. Yeah. Um, there's only one fight I want to see for Kevin Holland. I know you're saying you're rallying for he should probably be looking at a Israel Adesanya title oh, yeah. shot oh, soon. Actually, soon? I mean, you, you, maybe yeah, one or two one fights fight away. away. I want to see Darren Till. Yeah. Sorry, for uh, sorry for anybody, but um, you know anyone who had plans for Kevin Holland, but I mean he has worked his way That's into the rankings. Fight too. I think he I think should he be ranked Darren in like Till. the top ten for sure. I think he should fight Darren Till. I know Darren Till broke his foot the other day on Insta. They said um, he hurt his knee, obviously in the Whitaker fight. I don't care the trash talk between those two. The style wise, like mm. the way that those two kind of like the Muay Thai versus kind of like the Kung Fu, low hands, explosive style that uh, Kevin Holland brings. Um, that's the fight to make. Yeah. Don't they get, would sell the shit yeah, out of that, that fight that's too. That's a you main know they event would. Uh, if I've ever seen one. And Kevin Holland, man, he's not afraid of anybody. Mm. He just stepped in against Jack Array, someone who should be stylistic poison for him and just took his head off, man. He's mm. dangerous. That's the craziest thing about Kevin Holland is that he is dangerous in every position. You're not safe in any position because he's so long he's so wiry and he's mm. so powerful um you know with not a lot of leverage in his shots it looks like that you can't really think of yourself as in a strong controlling position when you're fighting him because mm. he can hit you from almost any angle his hands are down he looks you know he doesn't look overly intimidating but he's got a lot of fucking pop in those hands man and i love that a, a new long yeah. striker is yeah. being born in middleweight born, nice being born this year by the way nice he, he, he climbed his way out of the kind of you know the end of last year he loses to brendan allen who was meant to be kind of like this year's hot prospect and he like brendan allen just lost to sean strickland yes. got knocked out i think yes. and meanwhile in that same amount of time i think brendan allen had maybe one fight this year or maybe one or two mm. fights looked okay lost to sean strickland meanwhile kevin holland's five fight win streak just probably beat a ranked opponent should be in the top 10, like at least 10. He'd have to be at least 10 after five-fight so? win streak. And that five-fight win streak's only come over like the last six months, if I'm not mistaken. I think his first fight was in June. 
I'm so, going to say his first fight of this year was in April. Potentially. Like, he, it's not been like a 12-month span. Like, he's he's fought like five times this yeah, year. Yeah, that's but what like, I'm saying. I think he won the award with this fight for, and he wants to fight for most fights in the shortest week, amount of time. Dude. Yeah, come on. That's a... Come on, UFC. Come on. Actually give us that fight. Like, if you... Like, I mean, if you want to rebook the Leon Edwards fight, you guys were trying to talk about, um, you know, booking... Shemaev oh, against Damian Meyer if he beats Mearshart. Let's do that. Give him that week's notice. 185. May, dude. May. So not far off. May through to December, he's won five fights. In between. Insane. Jesus. Insane. Um, I can't wait to see him fight. I mean, I know the Till fight's big, but like, if like, you give him the Shemaev fight next week, I'd watch it. It's like I'm looking at the Holland versus Ontiveros. That yeah. felt like two weeks ago. Yeah. And... Oh, October dude. 31st. I mean, it was less than a month ago. Holy fuck. Um, yeah, Kevin Holland, man. Trailblazer. I can't say enough about this kid. This kid's the breakout star of the year, if not Chimaev. Like, the mm. two of these guys would be neck and neck for breakout star. I give it to Kevin Holland. I mean, is probably the most popular because of what he's done, but I think Kevin Holland, in terms of wins and, like, 5-0 and over the year, coming off of a loss at the, you know, at the end of last year. I think you give him a, you give him a couple of weeks and he might be popular in Chimaev. Yeah, it could be. That's half or off. Fuck, we already talked for half an hour. Wait, but it's. That's still fine. Like, oh. no, it stopped. Yeah. Oh, it stopped. It stopped. I don't know when it stopped, but I would have looked at it. Oh, do my back. Fuck, we've only got to talk about one more fight, and that's it. By the way, we just want to talk about the Cyril Garn versus just JDS. Post tonight, though, or just, post the just the audio, man. Yeah, or whatever. No, no, I'll do the full thing. Wait, is there nothing else? Up? Chase the hoop. Chase the dream. Oh, I mean, if we're going to try and keep it to a minimum. Just keep it to a minimum. I don't want to do a podcast. I just want to do a live reaction. Maybe yeah, just, I would maybe, say just yeah, a... Yeah, just do, hey, give us... Shout out to Chase Luke Dream. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a quick fight. summary of the rest of the shit. Yeah. Cool. No, no, no. yeah. Like, do like the main cast. Yeah, no, that, that was the big news. A second after I clap, just so yep. the clap isn't out, yeah? So I'm looking at the... Oh, that tripped me out. Hold on. Do it again. Holland versus Ontiveros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was looking at the Holland Ontiveros fight and I was like, shit, that feels like two weeks like ago. Like literally, yeah. like yesterday. A few days dude. ago almost. Um, yeah, and now he's he's sitting at 5 and 0 for the year, in, as you said, from May. Yeah, he's got a good end of year check coming. <sighs> Dana White is going to look after yeah, him. He, yeah, he's made a lot of well. money this year, man. He's, he's becoming a superstar very quickly. He's good on the mic. He's looking like a very good potential opponent for Izzy as well, man. The whole package. He's yeah. got a bright, bright future. And I yep. hope he... Um, and I he just he proved it too. That's probably the most dangerous grappler in the division to go up against. And he just fucking milked him from the bottom, man. Yeah, you want to talk about... Uh, like people say that Adesanya missed all the wrestle fuckers of the division. Yeah. Well, he just went straight yeah, he went at one at, of the yeah, biggest. He knocked out one of them. I think he'd knock Rockhold out and I think he'd knock Weidman out. Those are the three heaviest grapplers like the long time staple of the division like those three guys are like the litmus test for like the last few years since they've not been the champions um yeah and he just knocked one of them off pretty quickly oh, so. sure um rest of the card we yeah we got cyril gone taking a knockout win over junior elbow behind the ear second round i believe um skin oh. proves to seven and oh that's not a bad fight for your seventh professional fight to knock out junior we know yeah. junior yeah is way over the hill now but um, it's not looking good for Junior. Way over, dude. He's rolling down the hill. Yeah, twenty-one and nine. That's he, rough, man. Yeah. He, uh, look, it might be time for Junior to retire, or Dana's. Probably I don't want to see him get, fight again. Do you want to see him keep no, fucking look, getting knocked out? I think he retires, or Dana's going to cut you. I think 
take yeah, he's the, getting cut. Take the prideful way out. Cyril Garn did what we all thought he was going to do. Honestly, like... Keeps chipping away at the leg. Body kicks. Nice, clean jab. And, like, wobbled him with a jab. His movement is absolutely cream, dude. Yeah. Beautiful. Just cream It's interesting thick. seeing it. It's gorgeous to watch because he's so fluent and, and, and free-flowing on the feet. Like, he moves like he's a... He's a much lighter fighter and he's massive. He's enormous. Mm. And he just, he floats around the ring. His footwork is immaculate. His striking is not devastating, as you would say. Like he doesn't come after you like Francis, for example, like his former training partner. I was going to say, he's a very patient heavyweight. But yeah, he's got spectacular timing. His kickboxing is on point. And as you saw, he elbowed Junior behind, after behind he stung him with it. Just yeah. got him right behind right, the He ear stung him with a jab. Right? Junior was running away, backing yeah. up. Went onto the cage and started to, um, you know, start to skip out like he likes to do. And yeah, and uh, Cyril Garn just caught him with an elbow on the exit. Mm. What can you say? I mean, Cyril Garn should be fighting probably a ranked opponent, another ranked opponent, maybe an Overeem, maybe a uh, just pick someone out of the hat, someone from the top eight, top it seven. Could literally be anybody. Volkov. Yeah, I mean, fight. Volkov's fighting soon. Who's he fighting again? He's fighting. Um, I actually don't remember. Doodle. Who's Volkov fighting again? Is it Rosenstreak? Overeem. No, surely it's Overeem. Oh, that's a cool fight if that's happening. Why do I not remember who Volkov is fighting? Is he fighting? Maybe he's not. Who knows? No. Um, there's a bunch of good fights for I him. Like Cyril Garn, as you said, he's 7-0. and There's a lot of names left in the division. Like it's not a stacked division. He could probably chip away at a bunch Just of guys. Just uh, Alexander Volkov and it will come up. I don't think... I thought Maybe I'm wrong. Doesn't matter. I mean... Yeah. He could fight anybody. He just anybody, beat Junior. That throws like him that. in there. That throws him in the mix to fight Rosenstruck, Overeem, Derek Lewis, Blades. Like he could fight any of those guys. Go he's got an up. excellent skill set for the division. So yeah, down one. he's got excellent grappling. He's got good submissions. Um, he's massive. He's long. He's got. He to me, and I, this is my hot take. I've been saying this for a long time. I think Cyril Garn looks like Anthony Joshua. Reem. Bang! It is Overeem. Yep. Yeah, thoughts. Yeah. That is a cool. I Volkov like that versus fight. Ring, that's a great I fight. I like that fight Let a lot. Cyril Garn maybe fight the loser of that fight, but yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm just saying Cyril Garn looks like Anthony Joshua. It's yeah. weird, and Joshua just fought today, by the way, against Pulev, knocked him out. Yep. Um, yeah, it, it's strange because a lot of the heavyweights that are coming up, the only other big heavyweight prospect that we have is Greg Hardy, I guess. Yeah. And even Greg hey, Hardy, he's doing okay. He's doing okay. He's but, doing I mean, okay. Cyril, he's doing a lot better yeah. than you'd think. He did not pass his test of stepping up in competition he what fought are you talking about against Volkov Volkov broke yeah. his hand though yeah but he didn't pass the test whereas Silgan just passed his test with Flying Carlos so mm. um, I mean Greg Hardy maybe might have had more fights I think Volkov's a harder fight to win than JDS yeah that is true that is true but I think Volkov's style kickboxing wise he's not a better kickboxer than Cyril Garn no. like I think Cyril Garn probably tunes him in the fight like I think Cyril yeah. Garn versus Greg Hardy I don't know yeah so those are your only two guys everyone else who's come through heavyweight recently in the last few years is a fat sloppy unathletic looking shit mm. and i mean cyril garn is the only guy with any kind of potential he looks like the heavyweights of old he looks like you know the the i don't want to say the steroid era but like the yeah. good era of heavyweights yeah. he looks like he's coming out of that it's weird era. like that isn't it we've got a couple finally of- he looks like a greek god no amongst- i want to see that with my heavyweights i don't want to see fat sloppy guys who are coming out of a fucking bar amongst the fucking sloppy Look butter like, looking motherfuckers yeah. we've got a few sprinkled little yeah who's the guy who uh, jacked dudes that just know how to fight who's the fuck that Overeem just beat like Augusto Sakai Sakai man he looks like a melted candle I know that's what I'm basing <laughs> he looks this awful. off you've got him even 10 of the the dozer it should be the fuck 10 of the hoser bozer anyway he's the hoser he's a Canadian Tanner Bozer and, and yeah Cyril Garn melted him in, the yeah. f- in, the, in that fight 
Like he he yeah he tore him to shreds. So yeah, um, yeah Cyril Garn's the guy you want to look out for. He's a good prospect for the heavyweight sure. division. The only prospect, in my opinion, the only guy who's really going to probably make a big yeah, uh, splash a in twenty twenty one. Bullshit right now. We know this. Anyway, yeah, we're going to go to the prelims. We'll just gloss over those and then we'll get the fuck out of here. I think a couple of uh, honorable mentions. Cub, motherfucking Swanson, dude. Yeah, Love dude. seeing my boy Cub get it. Um, yeah. His leg was getting chewed up by Pineda. Didn't Pineda matter. looked way bigger and way more physical, but Cub was just the yeah. technical superiority in that fight. He was landing combinations, slipping punches, moving, using his veteran savvy, man. Like, yeah. I, it, it was impressive to see. Like, I mean, Pineda, as you said, is a very physical fighter. They've got very similar records. Pineda with a hundred percent finish rate too, yeah. as well. Something like seventeen subs, eight KOs, or something, something ridiculous. preposterous like that. Yeah, um, yeah, and Cub tuned him up. Yeah, very impressive to see. I'd like to see Cub fight anybody, right? Like he at least it shows that he's not getting cut. He, he maybe has, enjoy, maybe enjoy this because I felt like yeah. if he. You no, know, but if he lost, a, he could have been on the chopping yeah, block. Yeah, he could have been lost. on the chopping block. Now that we know Dana's going to get rid of a few fighters, I think he's on two fights now in a row. He beat Chrome Gracie. Now he's beaten Pineda. I think he, he deserves maybe a decent top 10-ish opponent. Maybe a Cub versus... Throw a name out there. Barboza. Cub versus... Mm, I think he's already beat Jeremy Stevens. Maybe a Cub versus... Let's see. Know, who we got? Who's there? Arnold Allen. Uh, I'd watch that. Arnold uh, Allen. <laughs> Korean Zombie, Calvin Cater. So Josh Emmett, no. So go lower see, than that. Dan Ige. Dan Ige. Surely. Dan Ige is a good one. It looks like everybody at oh. Featherweight is just rising, dude. Yeah. yeah. Featherweight's a dangerous I'd say Dan one. Ige or Ryan Hall, Bryce Mitchell, Edson Barboza. He's in that ballpark where like he could fight someone between 10 and 15 and probably still be competitive. Yeah, I agree. He, he did lose to Shane Burgos pretty hard. So maybe no one really above Shane Burgos, I guess. So um, I don't know. Maybe Dan Ige, but still. It was an excellent fight. Even KO the on the bottom. He's like, probably getting a bonus. He's probably getting fifty k for that KO. It's rough looking. Walk off knockout. 15th. It looked like. Um, who else we got? Billy Q. Let me down. Gavin Tucker looking. I mean, it was a grindy fight. They both look like they gassed out by the What's third round. What's your nickname for Billy? Gavin Tucker. Uh, Gavin motherfucker Tucker That's, looking yes, thirteen and one. I mean, 100%. he's probably up. As you said, he's making his way up through feather uh, featherweight. They might even pair him up with Cub now. Like they always want to build their new kids you know like the new kids on the block with that kind of crispy 13 and 1 record they always are looking for big names now for those kind of fighters too um who was last week that um georgian fighter can't think of his name from last week uh, Um, he's probably in the same boat the guy came off contender um scroll down to the prelims oh i'm trying to remember this guy's name uh Uh, yeah Yeah, taporia yeah taporia 10 and 0 right there's a new crop of uh featherweights that are coming up now that in that same boat they're looking very impressive billy q was also one of them um yeah i love it i can't and wait what to else see we got from that card i think, I think it was think... To just chase the dream yeah yeah well chase the dream was early uh, prelims but actually no okay this one i want to highlight Tisha too Torres, dude. hafiel fiziev oh yeah of course. <laughs> poor moicano man like that guy was at the top five of featherweight like two years ago it looked happens. like um, moved up to lightweight. It was a good move for him. I think his chin looked like it was go- like it was given out hard. The weight cut was affecting him at featherweight. He was a very physical fighter, but he's not overly athletic. He's not fast. He's not got a lot of snap in his punches. He's got a stiff jab and a really good leg kick and a strong ground game. And then and against you got Fiziev, a spectacular yep. athlete and one of the most well trained strikers in the in the whole sport at fifty five. He's his combination coach at Tiger Muay Thai. Come on, oh my dude. God, you, yeah, Craziness. you're not, not going to be able to rival that. Who's your dream th- fight for him? Fiziev. They need to make it. It's Rafael Fiziev or Raphael, I guess, versus uh, Brad Riddell. 
Brad Riddell coming out of City Kickboxing, another fighter who was a spectacular kickboxer over in... Um, and striking coach over in City Kickboxing. Yeah, City dude. Kickboxing striking coach over there. Against, that is a fight worth putting your pants yeah, on for. I'd, I'd pay money. Yeah. I'd pay well-earned money to f- see those two bang it out. Um, yeah, Fiziev looking like he's going to get a top 15 next after a performance like that. You're knocking out Moicano. Uh, I think it was second round, uh, round one, right at the end, sort of last minute round one. Excellent, yeah. excellent KO. Um, combination too. He went body, head, like like left hook to the body, right hand, and then over the over the guard, uh, left hand, like left hook to finish it off. Might as well mention fucking Fee- excellent. Might as well mention as well. Well, he while looks so spectacular, man. Yeah. So the opening fight to the prelims though, Tisha Torres. Yeah, Tisha dude. Torres gave her the business. She gave her the business, dude. Yeah. She looked so good. Um, Tisha Torres, like. She has. She said on her last post or in one of her last interviews, she's fought every sitting champion at the moment, or every flyweight champion that's, sorry, excuse me, strawweight champion that's been in the division. She's fought and she's beaten mm. Rose. Did we say she beat she's Rose? A motherfucker, dude. I um, really yeah. hope that Sam yeah. Hughes' eye. She, is she okay went on too, a pretty. She said you know, that she might like she couldn't see out of her eye at the end of the fight. I Tisha. can't remember what happened. Tisha did. It wasn't yeah. like no, an she eye poke. Clo- she, she clocked she, her. She hit her clean. She clocked her. Um. Yeah, Tisha Torres has still got that shit, man. Like, yeah. people thought she might have been on the way out. She's starting to do the old Carolina Kovalevich. She's tightened up, though. She's yeah, look, so she went four losses in a row yeah, Andras, against Joanna, Jessica Andres, former champion. Joanna, former champion. Whaley Zhang, former champion. And then, yeah, Marina Rodriguez, who's now fighting. All decisions, though, by the way. Yeah, unanimous, though, but still. Like, she was not getting finished. She was just kind of getting, you know, out physical. it looked like. She was just too small. Not yeah, not enough firepower to fight those bigger ladies. But um, Marina Rodriguez too has made her way up. She's fighting yeah. um, Amanda Hebus mm. soon as well. I think on the next card. That's a great fight as well. I love that fight. Mm. Uh, so she didn't beat Rose. So she's lost to every champion of this division. But still, um, Rose wins in there. Decision. So she's only lost decisions. So she's lost mm. what is she five losses. Four of them are to the former champions mm. by decision. Mm. You know. That's not too bad. Now she's on a two-fight winning streak. She's not going anywhere. Journey woman, maybe. She's not going anywhere. She's yeah. built like a fucking brick for such a tiny little lady, too. Five one. Five one. She's a little she's four foot nine, man. She's not five one. KGs, dude. Yeah, she's a rocket. She is the tiny tornado, man. She she basically is the fucking Tasmanian True, devil, just spinning all sorts of fucking crazy attacks <laughs> coming from it. That's it. Um, what else? As you said, maybe we'll shout up. out to Chase the Dream Hooper. Yeah, getting that third round submission. Mr. Eminem's himself. Love, uh, dude, I love seeing yeah, him. Curly had a fuck, love man. Seeing him. Dude, it gives I, me hope, gotta, man. He's we, built like me, yeah. and it gives me hope. We got to end it on the story. So the first time we watch him fight, he fights Daniel Tamor. Tamor, dude. Yeah. It built looks like, like a man versus a boy. Yeah. Looks like a in his prime man fights a teenage boy for fucking yeah. Um, bumping into him at the club, but he's yeah, first stealing first his M&Ms, time at the dude. club, dude. First time at the bar, and he. Just submits the shit out of him. Yeah. You know, what, you know what it looked like? It looked like Chase Hooper was the boy on the playground kind of picking on all the little kids. And then one of the dads jumped in to kind of show this kid what's up and Chase the fucking dream. The wet dream Hooper was yeah. like, nah, son. And then that dad never slept I'm with his gangly, wife again. Right? I'm spindly, dude. <laughs> never I'm spindly. had sex with his wife again after that. Yeah. I think Rip. Daniel Tamor. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's rough. And now for the whoever he beat tonight too. It's rough. Yeah. It's rough losing to someone who looks like they're 15, curly-headed little, you know, no racism here, but like a little curly-headed Jewish... Looks like a punk. You dude. know, altar boy or something. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that even makes sense, but like that's what he looks like. Um, yeah, I love him. 
I can't. Yeah. So do I. Can't wait to see him fight He's, again. You've got a fan in us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, hot takes for you. Hope you guys enjoyed. Tune in. Let us know in the comments. Talk to us. Hit us up on social meds. Uh, or Chase the Dream Hooper will submit the shit out of you. Copper whiff, by the way. Get, wrap your nostrils around this.